This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey there, thank you so much for tuning in to the One Organized Mama podcast. My name is Janelle, and I am One Organized Mama. All right, so I'm going to do a listener feedback update real quick. I wanted to pop up on here because guess what? <laughs> I finally got through all my emails. Um, I've responded to everyone that's had some sort of snafu or issue. Hopefully, we'll get this like membership group kind of thing really kind of rolling. So that is one of my top priorities over the next uh, few weeks. So working on that. So I'll I'll get to that in just a second. But I did want to give a uh, listener shout out to Ida in Norway. Ida reached out to me through social media and had just kind of given me some feedback as far as when she started to listen to the podcast, it was to get organized. But she uh, continued to listen because I do talk a lot about being a small business owner. And she had talked about potentially wanting to start her own dog training business. And so, yeah, we have some points that we relate on. But one of the things that Ida shared, and hi, Ida, thank you so much for your message. It's so exciting to hear from listeners, from any listener. But I will say it's super, super exciting when I hear from my listeners in other countries. It just, I had to read that one to my mom. I was like, oh my gosh, somebody from Norway reached out to me. So super, super excited about that one. So thank you for your message. But Ida had mentioned imposter syndrome in her message. So I decided to get on here and talk about um, a few things because her message was fantastic. And I thought, you know what, let me respond to it on the podcast because a lot of the stuff that she discussed was really relatable. And I wanted to give some tips and ideas that kind of helped me get through some stuff and and another great example of something that I've seen someone else do. So first, let's talk about the imposter syndrome for just a second. Let me tell you, if you are doing things right, if you are on a path to success, you have some form of imposter syndrome. I promise you. Every successful person that I follow that has mentored me has said the same thing. It is a very normal part of success and taking a risk and doing something challenging. Um, If you don't have imposter syndrome, then I don't know. I mean, I can't say that anything. I can't speak to that. Let's just say that because I've always had it, whether it be my professional organizing business, whether it be podcasting, whether it be my real estate business. And um, it's something that I'm actually really grateful for. Um, I've learned to be really grateful for because I like a challenge. So I kind of see it as a challenge. Um, I like to think of imposter syndrome, (laughs) like that quote unquote friend, which is really a frenemy who's like, always like giving you like a backhanded compliment about your business and like, hey, did you see so-and-so? They posted this on Instagram 
and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, they're just always saying something that is has this undertone of snarkiness and not niceness. And so that's kind of how I see that imposter syndrome. It's just someone that like, oh, yeah, I'll prove you wrong. Or you know what? Um, thank you for that, because that just kind of motivates me to get even better. And um, like I said, it's a very common, very normal thing to have. The other thing about imposter syndrome that I like to tell myself and that kind of helps me get through those moments is that, and I've talked about this before, being the tortoise and not the hare. So if you're familiar with the tortoise and hare and their race and the hare, which is a rabbit, (laughs) um, is very showy and look at me, look at me, look at me, and obviously is a very fast animal, but it takes for granted that. And so doesn't pay attention that the tortoise who has their head down, he eventually passes the the hare by and eventually wins the race. And the hare is quite shocked by this. So I have to remind myself, I am a tortoise. I am not a hare. And I'm proud of that. And so, um, and that, and that just means like, I have learned to kind of keep my eyes on my own paper I have learned to avoid anything that might throw me off course so I don't follow a lot of competitors on social media. I've gotten really, really good the older I get of narrowing down my circle on who I even talk to about my business. Um, I mean, and so if somebody that asks me a question, I just give them a very vague general answer like, oh, things are going good. But if I know that there's someone that may not say something very productive to me. I just, I don't give them a lot of details. So I'm very protective of who I talk to about my businesses. And over time, that voice kind of, it softens quite a bit. It gets pretty quiet. It's not something that is as overwhelming as it has been in the past. So I've learned how to manage it quite well. And so hopefully those are some tips that kind of can help you manage it too. Be very particular who you surround yourselves with who you share your business ideas with and um, and just keep your head down and keep going, keep going. All right, so on that, um, Ida did talk about um, potentially starting like a dog training business and this is so exciting and I wanted to share this. Okay, I know I have a lot of pup owners, dog owners, dog lovers out there that in the listening world and I just wanted to share our experience because it made me think of this wonderful couple that we met. So first and foremost, we had our beloved precious um, Scout, who was a pit bull for 10 years. And Scout tragically passed away in September of 2021. Guys, it was devastating. (laughs) It was it was as hard as any other family loss. It really, truly was. I had no idea. Like I'd had friends that were like, oh, my dog died. And they were devastated. And kind of in the back of my head before we ever had Scout, because we never, we had cats before and we had, I don't know, there was something about the loss of this dog that just was tragic. There was actually a moment where I thought, do I need to go get grief counseling? I mean, it was really, really tough. So we we kind of knew potentially that we may be doing a move across country um, at the time of Scout's passing. 
and I couldn't get over his the loss of him. I just couldn't. I was really, really mourning. And I think part of the reason was that I primarily am at home. I work from home. And so my husband and kids are like, they're not at home all day. I am at home most days with these with this dog. And he is not here. Like he and I subconsciously had our own little routine going and I don't have him. And so and and also in 2021, I had experienced the loss of three other really prominent family members. So it was like the fourth loss that I of a family member that I had in one year. So I, I it's probably why I was struggling so much. <clears throat> and so um, I had a, a friend who was just sharing. She's a passionate, passionate dog lover, especially for the pit bull breed. And um, so she had shared this photo and she kept sharing this photo of this dog named Brady and this beautiful little brindled um, pity, although I feel like he has a little bit of something else in him, maybe a boxer or something. But anyway, he, if you want to see him, actually, I have photos of both Brady and Scout on my Instagram. But anyway, um, I I fell in love. I was like, that's it. I need that dog in my life. And so he had, they had done a wonderful job telling his story, his rescue story, because we really love to adopt rescues. And so he had been um, adopted um, and and saved from a, a not great situation with somebody who was earning money with him by feeding him hot sauce. And so somebody took notice of this and they offered to pay the person money and and take him and give him to a really good rescue. But Ida, here's the cool part. The people who rescued him were dog trainers. And so apparently when Brady went into their um, care, he was mess, apparently, like one hot mess, no pun intended. But he was um, not obviously well trained because he had been running the streets and um and so what they did, we got to know these dog trainers quite well. So it was part of a wonderful program um, that was a rescue. Um, forgive me, I'm, I'm struggling with the name of it at the moment. But anyway, they, um, they really make sure they interview and find these animals the proper home. So we had to do an application process. We had to do, it was actually several stages. And then they had to... Um, uh, interview us. They had to come take a look at our home. And then we were able to meet Brady. And then there was a waiting period. There were like two different waiting periods. The waiting period after we met him. And then I want to say like a 30 or 60 day waiting period after he was placed in our home. But I, I just knew instinctively this dog was for us and we ended up adopting him. So um, like I said, he was one of the foster families were these dog trainers. And so we got to know them quite well. And they're just this phenomenal, phenomenal couple who have this great um, dog training business. And um, they were just they taught us so much. They taught us so much about the breed. They taught us so much about you know, the, the dog training, um, and everything. And I'm trying to see right now, I really should have had the, um, it's called lucky pup. If you go to Instagram, type in lucky pup, 
L-U-C-K-Y-P-U-P. And they have like luckypup.lv. But I believe they also do some training in Southern California as well. So anyway, Lucky Pup is the one who um, helped us learn how to keep Brady's training up. They were not getting paid. They were doing this completely as a volunteer. They were really, um, they've been very strong advocates in like educating people about dog training. I mean, they've done a phenomenal, phenomenal job. And so even when we did take in Brady, we had him uh, three or four months. And then we noticed he was kind of like acting out a little bit. And so part of the, uh, since we rescued him from them, they came out to do um, like a little follow up with us. And as we well learned, it's not dog training as much as it is owner or family training. <clears throat> so we had to have some reminders, kind of got our hands slapped a little bit because we were um, not following through with how we should when it came to Brady. But anyway, telling you all of that to say this, get out there and just start doing it. Do whatever it is to start building your portfolio, building your clientele, build your following. Say yes to everything to start get out there and start gaining experience. And so that's um, a great example of someone that I've seen as a small business that really went out there and they, through their volunteer work of rescuing and fostering um, dogs, was able to really kind of build almost a fan base um, among their followers. And interesting, I was listening to a podcast uh, earlier today regarding real estate, and they were talking about, you don't necessarily want followers, you want fans. You want fans who will tell a story about you. Oh my gosh, I met with Ida and she taught me XYZ about my dog and it just made all the difference in the world. So whatever it is that you're doing, that's really a great way to start to overcome that imposter syndrome voice. When um, And I've learned this with professional organizing, with real estate, with podcasting is I'm like, okay, it doesn't. And again, the critics don't matter. I don't care. I've gotten to the point. I don't care about the critics. I don't if someone leaves a bad review, whatever, that says way more about that person than it says about me. So again, a way for to kind of for, for me to quiet that imposter syndrome voice. So the more experience you gain, the more confidence you will build and the better whatever it is that you choose to do, you will become. So I hope that helps a little bit. Um, but great message, um, Ida. Thank you again so much for taking the time and reaching out to me. And again, I wanted to share um, your message with the rest of the listeners because I feel like, you know, we need to hear some of this stuff on repeat and it kind of helps out a lot of us. All right. So um, the other thing I wanted to talk about real quick before I get off, this isn't a super long episode, is this. Okay, guys, I'm trying to build this membership group through buy me a coffee. I'm still going to post the link in this podcast episode. So here is what I'm doing at the current time. If you're listening to this podcast episode, like three months down the road, three years down the road, things may have changed. So feel free to reach out to me anytime. So first and foremost, let's talk about one-on-one coaching. I do offer one-on-one coaching. 
you can either go through the buy me a coffee link, which um, I, for some reason I'm, some people are having some, or it's working fine for other people are finding some issues with it. Regardless, reach out to me. I will fix that. Um, but I will do one-on-one coaching session. It's a one hour, either zoom or if you want, if you're in the U S a phone call for one hour, it's a two forty nine. Uh, for and you can send me an email with your questions and kind of the topic and then I will just during that hour answer all of your questions one-on-one and um, you know help you with whatever whether it be organizing time management starting a small business um, and you can do that uh, if you have are having any issues again with buy me a coffee just email me I know several of you have emailed me one organized mama at gmail.com So let's talk about buy me a coffee for a minute. What it was intended for is a pathway for me to build sort of this membership group. So I have a Facebook group, but the issue is I've sent out um, a handful of requests to it, but nobody at the current time has actually accepted. So we're kind of sitting there with crickets. So this is how the membership group works. What I'm trying to do is build a community among my listeners. A community where, for instance, I'm putting all of my stuff out there, you know, if I have a printable or just something to share with you guys, you guys can go into the file section, download a PDF, um, you can ask a question, sometimes I'll get in there and post a, pose a question, um, it's a great way to be very interactive. Now, I am charging a monthly fee for this, and it's $9 a month. Um, I, it's enough where it's manageable, um, but again, I am not making this a public uh, Facebook group. No way, no how. Um, I just am not the biggest fan of social media, and I've been there running Facebook groups before, and they can just become a nightmare. So, only it's a member only group so you do have to pay again it's $9 a month you should be able to go straight through the buy me a coffee link to sign up if you're having any issues with that again please just email me directly oneorganizedmama@gmail.com the other thing with the facebook group the membership group i would love all of my friends out there all my listeners who are small business owners, and you're trying to grow your audience, you have something to add that's not spammy. Like we're, we're not, I don't want you to gain, I don't want you to join if you're trying to like, you know, spam, you know, a bunch of messages like buy these products or, or anything like that. I want you to really be like a genuine small business owner that's really trying to find their community Maybe you're looking for ways to improve on your own time management. Um, I'd love to have like discussions about that and and um, how we can help each other and what's helped us in our different businesses, but also for you to offer something. So and I'm not talking about a discount or a deal. I'm talking about offering something, a tidbit of advice, making connections with other people, perhaps even helping build your own following from time to time. I get a lot of people that do reach out and they want to be a guest on the podcast. 
And lately, I've just kind of said no to everybody. So what I've decided is that I don't want to just bring anyone on the podcast um, unless they're part of the membership group, unless I've really kind of gotten to know this person, understand what they're really about. They're really genuine. They're coming from a genuine place. They have a genuine business. They're not scammy or spammy or any of that stuff that none of us can stand. But someone that really does have a great message. And it doesn't have to be professional organizing. I would love to have the dog trainers and the, you know, attorneys and the fitness instructors and the financing people and all of those different areas of life that we have. I would love to have all of you on here because we can all offer something. So again, that is my intention with the membership group. From time to time, I would even like to kind of test to do some Zooms. I did those earlier in the year with some people, um, some longtime listeners that jumped in and helped me kind of test it out. And that actually worked out really well. It was a lot of fun to do some um, Q&As with um, some of the listeners and such. So all of that to be said, if you're interested, reach out to me again. I'm going to have the uh, buy me a coffee link in the show notes. I'll also type in my email address in there. So if for whatever reason, that's not working. But generally, once you sign up, you should get a message saying, hey, follow me on Facebook and I'll give you my name. Um, and my Facebook and Instagram are both under my name, Janelle Rallat, J-A-N-E-L-R-A-L-A-T. So if you once you follow me, you should be getting a Facebook invitation um, to the group, to the member-only group. So you can't search the group or anything because it's, I think I've put the privacy controls on it to be pretty strict. I don't want, I don't want looky loos around there. Don't, nobody likes looky loos. So anyway, nine bucks a month guys. Um, so hopefully my intent is just to really grow it and make it be just a great resource and something that's also positive. So there's definitely going to be some rules. If you're just not a nice person, I'm, I'm happy not taking your nine bucks a month and having you go elsewhere. So anyway, um, wanted to just jump on here. Um, that's about it for right now. So feel free, uh, follow me on Instagram, Facebook, send me an email, join me through the buy me a coffee, uh, link. I apparently have some like final verification process that I'm waiting to get approved or something. So I'm thinking that's why it's causing a little bit of a snafu with um, those that have joined. But a lot of you have just reached out to me on email and that's been awesome too. So reach out to me. Thank you again. And yeah, you guys keep the feedback coming. Keep the messages coming. If there is a specific topic that you want to hear on the podcast, let me hear it. I'd love to talk more about um, anything small business related, organization and time management. So thanks again for listening and until next time.